photo assignments. This is something that we have not done in months, and today I'm happy to announce that they are back. This is finally photo assignment number 15. So Ted, what are photo assignments? Well, photo assignments are this little thing that we started, gosh, about a year and a half ago. And it's basically a set of challenges designed to improve your capacity for creative thinking and your skills as a photographer. So essentially, I will give you a theme or an assignment. You guys will go do the work, get some images. You will share your images on social media. There's a hashtag. I'll explain all that at the end of this video. I will find them on there. And then I feature some of the best ones in a follow-up video. We did about 14 of these photo assignments. And the problem was on on my end, I had these scheduled way too tight. We were going like once a week at one point, and then we were every two weeks, and it ended up being way too tight, a deadline for anybody to actually participate in. I mean, I had people participating, but they were kind of turning in work they'd already done. And then the other problem is that it was just way too overwhelming for me to that often have to go through and call and label images and make the follow-up video. So we are going to make some changes this time around for photo assignment 15 moving forward. And I've got some other things planned that I will announce with photo assignment number 16, but 15 is a warm-up to get you guys ready and back into the groove. So let me explain what we're doing for photo assignment 15. This is a Holga. I have said before on the show that this is one of my favorite cameras ever made. This is actually a really crappy plastic camera that was made in China in the 80s. They still make them today. They actually quit making them for a while, but you can get them again. Don't worry, you don't have to have a Holga for this assignment, but I want to use this to illustrate the objective that we are going to be pursuing here. So the thing about the Holga that I love is it is a plastic camera and it is nothing but limitations on what you can't do pretty much. So it takes film, medium format film. You will see that the viewfinder is not connected to the lens. So you never see through the viewfinder and I'm not even sure the framing is very accurate on that. You can't see, so you can't focus. So you have to do what we call zone focusing. And you can see on the Holga that we have one dude, like this family, a whole bunch of dudes, and a mountain. Basically, you have to guess the focus using four zones for your focus with these icons that kind of tell you what you're shooting, which isn't that difficult because you have a fixed aperture at about f13. Now, there is an aperture switch on here. The early Holgas, I guess they forgot to actually hook that up because you would flip it and there was no change in the aperture. Later on, they put a washer in there so you could kind of alternate between, I guess it was f13, f16. I'm totally guessing at these apertures. There's no scientific proof of what they actually are. Either way, you have a decent depth of field you're working with, so generally you can get things in focus, although part of the charm is sometimes being out of focus. The next thing I want to talk about is shutter speed. There's one, and who knows what it is. Maybe it's a hundredth of a second, maybe it's a thirtieth of a second. When you open this up and take off the lens, you'll see it's just a spring mechanism, so it probably depends on what kind of spring you have and how tightly it's wound and what the quality is. You have to, the first time you use a Holga, kind of shoot and guess with a little bit, and you'll start seeing if things are underexposed. You can make good guesses at what the shutter speed is. In fact, you can probably get pretty close to what the shutter speed actually is, but you have to figure it out. Your final limitation is your ISO setting. So it is whatever film you have in here. And if you're going to get 12 square photos at 100 ISO, because that's the film you put in here, it's going to be at 100 ISO until you change the roll. Now you can push or pull to develop film different ways, but basically you're stuck for an entire roll of film. So that's the whole go. What does this have to do with photo assignments? Well, the deal is, is this is one of my favorite cameras that I've ever used because of these limitations. You are stuck with specific settings and you're going to have to think about ways that you can get shots. And there's a lot of shots that you just know you're not going to be able to get because you're maybe indoors and you don't have a flash or you're outdoors and the light's not 
exactly right. Or maybe there's a different approach that you could use to get something interesting. And I think that those limitations do two things. One, they force us to make mistakes and we make a lot of them. But that's how we roll here at The Art of Photography. We give ourselves permission to fail and we learn from our mistakes. The other thing that's interesting is you get a lot of happy accidents with this camera. Sometimes the back pops off and a light leak comes in and it looks kind of cool. There's all kinds of things like that. And then sometimes you end up getting a shot that works for a different reason than what you intended and it looks interesting. And so what you want to do is like try to figure out how can I replicate what I just got with this. The Holger for me is all about learning and I think I've learned more on this camera than I have on anything modern. You know, modern digital cameras are great, but they basically have so many automatic functions in them and so many variables that are controlled by an internal computer that anybody can pick up the camera and pretty much get a shot in focus. Maybe it's not a great photo, but technically there's nothing wrong with it. So this is where we come into photo assignments. And actually this idea came to me from my friend Matt Beatty, who owns a studio called Hidden Light. They do platinum palladium printing as well as silver gelatin. They're in Arizona. I've done videos on them before. I'll link one up here in the show description if you want to see more on them. Matt is a very good friend of mine. I'm actually flying out to see him next week. But we were on the phone the other day and we were talking about things in general. And I expressed a frustration that we are in this point right now, this time of year, where we just had Photo Kena and we've had all these announcements of photo gear and all these new cameras and all these new lenses. And it's like kind of exhausting to keep up with. And in the end, what difference does it really make on your work as a photographer? And the answer is not that much. Gear is fun. Gear can create possibilities. It can kind of inspire us because it's something new to work with. But I got to be honest, after the last month, there was so many gear announcements that it really was exhausting because I, you know, it's my job. I report on all of them. So I was talking to Matt about this and he said, you know, I got an idea for you. Why don't you do a Holga thing for the next photo assignments? And I said, Matt, that's a wonderful idea, but it's going to be a little bit narrow because not everybody owns a Holga and not everybody wants to shoot film. Not everybody has the access to develop the film or even send it away. And he goes, no, 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 no. You're gonna do Holga style. So welcome to photo assignment number 15, Holga style. Option one, if you have a Holga, you can use it. If you have a box camera, you can use it. If you have a Diana or any kind of plasticky toy, piece of junk camera, feel free to use it. If you don't, you may still use your DSLR. Now here's the problem with the DSLR is it's gonna automatically do way too much for us and that's not what we're doing here. We're here to learn. So here's the stipulations we have on digital cameras. Rule number one, no autofocus. If you have an autofocus lens, you have to disable the autofocus either on the side of the lens or on the camera. You may not use autofocus for this photo assignment. The second thing is, is because, you know, if we're going to shoot Holga style, you don't have a through the lens viewfinder and we're not sure if it's really even accurate. And to be honest with you on Holga, I rarely even use it. So here's the other rule. You will not use the viewfinder. So you are going to have to figure out what your focal length is on your lens. If you've got a zoom lens, that's fine. You can use various zoom lengths, but think about it. What focal length am I using? What is that going to frame up? light because you're not going to use the viewfinder and you're going to use manual focus and you need to do this by zones. You need to kind of get a feel for how some far some way something is or how close it is. That is the first rule. No autofocus and no viewfinder. Rule number two, you are going to shoot all of your photos at an aperture of f8. Now we're not going to go with 13 because it's an in-between stop and that'll confuse some people. Let's go with f8. This will give you enough depth of field because remember there's no viewfinder and no autofocus. So this gives you enough depth of field and a little bit of margin of error to work with. But we're going to learn how to understand where your settings are in a 3D plane in space here. So F8 is very important. F8 also means that you're either going to need a flash for indoor usage or
or you're going to be shooting a lot outdoors because this is going to lead us to our next restriction, one ISO setting and one shutter speed. So if your camera is set to auto ISO or auto shutter, you're gonna turn those off, get into manual mode. What you're gonna have to do is set your ISO, I'll give you a choice. You can do 100 or 400, it's up to you. You can move back and forth between the two. That is the only controllable variable that you're gonna have on this because technically that's the only controllable variable you have on this. You just have to change the film to get it. But we'll keep this kind of in the film neighborhood. So I would say 100 or 400, and you're gonna have to work within those parameters. Now this is gonna mean you're gonna need a lot of light because remember we have a fixed aperture at F8, so this is going to get you outdoors a little more and not shooting around the house. This will be good for you, I promise. The other thing is we are going to lock down our shutter speed, and what I will do is give you two choices on this. You can do 1 30th or 1 60th. So what is the point of all this anyway? Well, the point is is that we've locked down the camera to very few options, and so it's going to force you to have to understand several things. What you're seeing, how to expose for the light, and how to get in focus, and how to compose a shot without looking through the viewfinder, and get it somewhat close. It's going to force you to think about photography and what you're doing when you're shooting. Now, I think this is actually a really interesting thing too, because we also need to understand that we are going to make a lot of mistakes. We're gonna mess up a whole bunch. We're going to get shots that don't come out. They're severely underexposed, or all the highlights are blown out, or they're out of focus, or it's not really the framing we thought it was gonna be. Give yourself permission to fail. You're not going to learn from anything if you don't have anything to learn from. Again, that's why the Holga was so great for me starting out, and it's one of the things that I still gravitate towards it for when I'm kind of in an experimental mode where I wanna just try some different things reach an understanding and here's the deal with accidents is not only do you mess up a lot and not only are you going to learn from that but you're also going to come up with some very happy accidents where you're going to get something weird as i said earlier that how did i get that how do i reproduce this i mean you we're going to make a mess is what we're going to do and this is the fun part because we're going to learn a lot in the process and i think you're going to be very surprised at some of the images that you get so that's photo assignment number 15 so how are we going to roll this well first of all i'm going to give you several weeks to get started on here and communicate with me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, and we're going to use a hashtag, and that hashtag is photo assignments. You can also at reply me if you want me to see something. Now, I can't really go through. I just, it's too massive for me to do. I can't really critique work, but what I can do is kind of cull some images, and we can do another video and kind of talk about some of the mistakes that are being made, good or bad, and we can kind of do it that way. So I'm sorry that I can't give you one-on-one -on -one personal attention with that, but we can kind of do it as a group. The other thing is go in and interact with with other people. Follow the hashtag and see what other people are doing and reach out. I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we get better. And that's the objective of photo assignments. I will have more information for you in the coming weeks as we get started on here. But I'm going to allow a couple weeks to get started because... In the past, I've had people that just go cull through their image catalog and they throw things in that fit the topic. That's not what photo assignments are about. I really want you to try to do something different with this. And giving yourself permission to fail is very hard for some people to do, especially if you've never done it. It's hard for me to do. So I wanna give you some time to ramp up and get your head around this concept. If you have any questions, please drop me a comment. I will see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.